Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you diddling? Excellent, me too. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, time for a couple of days of short, sharp uh, social media podcasts and then we're back to Dazed and Confused, the long haul effort for you to listen through to on a Monday, Wednesday and a Friday. Uh, but as always, if you don't already know, I'm Simon Scholes, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency based in the UK. And we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out, really just completely blow their competition out of the water uh, on social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, visual work, graphic work, all sorts of stuff. Uh, However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious to me that not every brand, every business had a huge marketing budget to be creating content on a consistent basis. And on social media, it's all about patience and consistency. If you're not consistent and you're not patient, then you won't have enough content going out and basically you won't grow an audience. So what I wanted to do was come up with a process that would help people do that. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a former number one book. And that's what these podcasts, all my content is all about, trying to help you start growing an audience for free. What can you do yourself that won't cost you a penny? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Let's get into today's subject, International Kissing Day. Why do I want to talk about the fact that it is International Kissing Day? So I want to take you back to that first kiss with your first partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it might be. I want you to I want to take you back to that point. Now there was a lot of build up to that particular kiss. There was a lot of anticipation and you didn't just go headlong into it and and it just yeah, just some people do, they go headlong into it, bang and and it's awful. And the, like they say, Oh god, it was a terrible, horrible first kiss. And there's people who like talk about their first kiss with fond memories, remember the anticipation, the first kiss, all that kind of stuff. Now I'm not gonna get all gooey and all that kind of crap about kissing, but I want you to think about that, that patience you had of waiting for that first kiss to happen. So why, when it comes to social media, do you try and stick your hand in somebody's purse or in somebody's wallet and get their cash instantly? Why do you try to do that on social media? Why should social media or any form of marketing be any different to that patience you had for that first kiss? You wouldn't walk up to somebody and just start kissing them on the street you'd probably get a bit of a slap in the face. So why would you expect people to instantly want you to put your hand in their pants and take their money out when they don't know you, when there's been no romancing, when there's been no emotional connection between you, when there's been no form of connection full stop? I am sick to death of seeing people doing this with their social media, with their direct messaging. So many people do it on LinkedIn and it's unbelievable. I've, I've seen this happening even more so now during lockdown when people are complaining about it all the time. Stop selling to me instantly when we've connected on LinkedIn. Yet the minute you connect with certain people on LinkedIn and you can almost always tell the people who it's going to be, you'll suddenly get this direct message. Hi, did you know I do funnel marketing? Or hello, did you know we're an accountancy firm? Or did you know I'm a bookkeeper? Fuck off. Excuse my French. I do apologize. But you've got to stop doing this crap. Everybody complains about it. Do you ever get any success from it? Probably not, because you've made no effort in building a level of relationship with the person you're talking to in any way, shape or form. So stop doing it. 
you've got to stop forcing yourself on people and start actually communicating. Social media is called social media for a reason. It's about being social. If you are not social on social media with your brand, with your business, reaching out, offering help, giving value, talking to people, then there's a very high chance that people are going to just ignore the content you put out, which is why you get very low interaction rates, which is why you don't get many likes, which is why you don't get the shares, which is why you don't get the comments. If you do get those things, then you're doing it right. You're building that level of connection between you and your audience. They're not feeling like you are selling to them all the time. You are giving them value. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to build up that level of anticipation, that have that patience, that when you dive in for the kiss, they're going to want to kiss you back. In other words, when you dive in with a sale and say, do you want to buy my book? Do you want to come on my course? Do you want to buy my candles? They're going to turn around and say, I like the cut of your jib. Absolutely. I want to spend some money with you. Rather than, you want what? Straight away? No chance. Go away. I've seen somebody else I chat to who actually does what you do, and they're a lot nicer. So I'm going to go to them. Stop selling to people instantly. You've just got to stop doing it. And this is going to, it upsets many people. I know so many people who still do it, and they get really cheesed off with me for saying don't do it. Stop it. Selling's not a dirty word, but you've got to sell at the right time. And social media is not the place to do it. Not when you're trying to grow organically. If you're putting money behind your advertising, putting money behind your message, absolutely sell to your heart's content because you want people to buy a product. What's the point of putting money behind it if you don't want them to potentially become part of your funnel or a, a lead magnet or, or what have you? But if all you're doing is putting out organic content, stop selling on every single post. You can't do it because people just ignore it. And then your content gets ignored. The algorithm looks at what audience you've got. They say, hang on a minute, his audience are ignoring his content. They don't even bother looking at the content you're putting out. They just say your content must be crap and drop you down the feed. And so the rest of your audience don't get to see your content. And then they do it again with the next one and then the next one. So your, your interaction levels get lower and lower and lower and lower because you can't be bothered to actually be a little bit social, reach out there, talk to people and actually help rather than just diving straight in, hand, hand in the purse, hand in the wallet, give me some of your cash because I want you to buy my product. You can't do that. You just can't do that. Okay, so on International Kissing Day, hopefully you've got some value from this. Hopefully you're not going to just go out there and instantly put some content out that's going to try and kiss the people who are going to see it. You're going to put some content out that's going to give them some value. You're going to wait patiently, going to build that level of anticipation. And then when you have that first kiss, when they've become that customer, that first kiss is going to be phenomenal. And then they'll keep coming back because they want more of what it is that you offer. Fingers crossed. I think that's quite a good analogy. I don't know. Maybe you think it's probably terrible. Uh, anyway. As always, uh, the platforms are open to your question today. If you've got any questions you want to ask, whether it be on social media or video, we are live across multiple platforms. Uh, so just stick your questions in the comments. I'll do my best to answer them. If you don't have any questions to ask, but you just want to say hello as well, I know there's quite a few people watching, just drop your message into the platform that you're watching on and just say hello. I'm watching and where you are. And um, yeah, we can say hello to you then as well. Okay, going to the questions that I've had come through since the last broadcast on Friday. Um, this one comes through from Como on Twitter. 
And what is the best way to spread a podcast to the target audience via Instagram and Twitter? Um, so I found personally that the best way to spread a podcast and build awareness of a podcast on those platforms is to actually give them elements of the podcast. Now, to make life easy for you, I would make one-minute snippets, maybe two or three snippets out of your podcast each week, each day, whatever you're making a podcast for, and I would take those snippets and make sure they're only 59.9 seconds long. 60 seconds is too long, strangely enough. 59.9 seconds long and put them out on Instagram, put them out on Twitter, and put them out as pieces of content for people to consume as video form within your feeds. Now, the way you can do this is there's some great apps. You can download software that will do it for your editing apps and all that kind of stuff. There's also a fantastic app called Headliner, which is absolutely free. Um, and I've used this more so recently. Um, and what it does is it lets you put a waveform over a photograph of yourself or whatever you want, wherever you want on the image. You can add text and all sorts of stuff. Um, and so the waveform plays as the piece of audio is playing underneath. So they've still got a visual aspect to dial back into. So if you're not filming it and you're just purely doing audio, that's what I would do is use something like Headliner. You can download it. will literally take that one minute block and put it into a video format for you. It's really great piece of software, really simple to use. And then you can post those in different places, but Instagram and Twitter specifically. The reason I say under 60 seconds, because Instagram needs your content to be under 60 seconds. If you want to do separate content for both channels, then you can do because Twitter allows up to two minutes of video. So you could do that. Um, but yeah, really great way of doing it. Also, don't forget the power right now of um, Twitter audio. You can go onto Twitter and actually speak and do up to 140 seconds worth of speaking um, and then post that as a piece of content as well. And because, again, it's a brand new toy, Twitter are going to start pushing that content even harder. Although, very strangely, I haven't checked today. I had the ability to do Twitter audio all of last week and then suddenly, without an update, it's gone. So I don't know what's going on there, but we will see. Maybe it's um, just a glitch or something like that. I'll have a look today, see if it's come back. But so far, it's not. And it's only available on the phone. It's not available on your laptop or on your computer. Uh, but hopefully that's helped you come out. Anyway, basically, I would start putting your content out, the best bits for people to consume, and then just say, look, this is my podcast. Here's a little snippet. Come and have a listen to the full thing. Ta-da! And then people will hopefully click the link and come and have a listen. And that's what I would do. Um, right, let's have a quick look here. Um, yes, Ed is also saying you can put the podcast on YouTube as um, a spam in headliner, lets you put a full podcast episode. It does. Absolutely. You can, uh, if you've got the time and you've got the space on your phone, you can get the whole podcast or the whole, yeah, the whole podcast and turn it into a, a one big video and stick it onto YouTube as well. But you were just asking about Instagram and Twitter, but that is another great little tip there from Ed as well, um, who's uh, watching on Facebook at the moment. Okay, let's have a look at the next question that came through. And um, this one was anonymously. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now I remember why I chose this one. Um, I've had a rant. I've already had one rant today. Do I need to have another rant? I do, I feel. Because this question came through um, and it wasn't even directed to me. It was somebody else on Twitter. But I am seeing this so often that it just pissed me off and I had to talk about it. Uh, hello to uh, what Lindsay sees, by the way, who's just joined us on Instagram Live. Um, so the question that I saw pop up was, I'm starting a social media marketing company for real estate. With Facebook as our focus point, 
can you give me some content ideas or tips for Facebook marketing? What is wrong in that little paragraph? The fact that you are launching a social media marketing agency and you need to ask the question, what should I do on social media to advertise the fact I have a social media marketing agency means you should not be launching a social media marketing agency. Just because you use a platform does not make you an expert. It does not. I'm sick and tired of seeing this crap popping up all the bloody time. So many people ask this type of question. You are not an expert. You once got a photograph on Instagram that had a thousand likes. Whoop-de-doo. Unless you're doing that time and time again, and with tens of thousands of people liking you and your audience slowly growing, you are not an influencer and you ain't an expert. You have used a platform once. You've got people, oh man, it just sounds really heinous coming from me because this is what I do for a living. So I shouldn't really be belittling other people. But you cannot say you're a social media marketing expert launching a social media marketing company for real estate and then ask for help on how to advertise on social media because you obviously aren't a social media marketing expert then, are you? If you are, then you need to be doing what you're going to do for your clients yourself because the proof is in the pudding. If it works for you, then it's going to work for them because all you're going to do is tweak it to suit real estate rather than a social media marketing agency talking to real estate. But if you can't do that, you ain't no expert. If you see people asking this, and just stay clear of these people, please, because you're just going to get your fingers burnt and then you're never going to go to anybody who actually knows what they're doing with social media marketing. And that's not to say I know what I'm doing in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but I'd like to think I'd know better than to, to do that. Uh, let's have a look um, who's joined us. Um, we've got Facebook user uh, saying we're a new radio station launching very soon. I'm, I'm guessing this is Scott. Um, who's very much into radio. Uh, in the interim, we have done about 25 Facebook live interviews with bands and artists lasting about 45 minutes. So much content, but don't have the resources to repurpose. Why should, why should it be our priority? Thanks in advance. It should be your priority to repurpose all that because what you can do is use those short-form repurpose pieces to draw attention to the fact that those interviews are going to happen. There's nothing better, especially in radio, than teasing a big event. If any of those artists, and maybe not do all of them, but if any of those artists are well-known locally to where the radio station is going to be, you should 100% be taking stuff out of that particular content and putting it out as short-form content. Look at what we've got coming for the launch of our brand new radio station, you want to draw people in to listen. Um, and so you've got to build that anticipation again, a little bit like the anticipation of the first kiss. You've got to build the anticipation of the radio station. Um, the station I used to work at, we used to even do teaser campaigns, which wouldn't even mention what the hell we were talking about. It's just people would sit here that the thing go, a voiceover come out and five days to go. And that would be it. No other information. But it would just keep people going, well, what's in five days? What, what are you on about five days? Four days to go. What? What's happening in four days? Well, I'm not going to tune out now. I'm not going to stop listening to you because I want to find out what the hell's going to happen in four days. And they just keep going. 
So teaser campaigns, that kind of thing, editing out small snippets from those interviews to allow people to go, right, okay, yeah, definitely, I need to go and listen to that radio station because Bob the banjo player has done an interview with the radio station already and they're going to be playing it out on the radio station just after their launch, definitely I need to go and have a, have a listen. So that's what I would I would teach. That's what, I'd, that's what I'd teach. That's what I would do personally, um, is I would find the best interviews, the ones that are going to get the most traction, the ones that are going to draw the most audience, um, and edit small snippets out of those and put those out to help tease the launch of the radio station, as well as other bits and pieces of, of launching the radio station. But that's my opinion. Um, if you don't have the time to do it, well, maybe I would hire somebody to do it for you. Um, find a, a local editor or an editor you know to do it for you, um, and they can probably take those stuff out. But definitely, one hundred percent, I would do it. Um, let's have a look. Let's see what else we've had come through. Alan Spicer asking about lab mic suggestions uh, for not wired to a camera. Okay. Um, there are some great memory mics that have come out recently. Um, and basically what a memory mic is, is a microphone that you clip to yourself. And there's no connection other than like a wireless connection between your camera and the microphone. And the actual mic comes with an app that you download. You film yourself and it will sync the audio from the microphone to the video that you're recording. It's really clever, absolutely brilliant. I have a link to one in the section below from Sennheiser. The reason it's there is that link is there because they sent me one to test a long time ago and I've raved about it ever since. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The noise cancelling on it is fantastic. I did a podcast in my car while I was driving with it clipped to me recording and the audio could not even tell that I was actually in my car. It was fantastic. It's just a brilliant piece of kit. They're not cheap, but they are fantastic. So if you're interested in spending a few quid, go and have a look at the link in the section below. But memory mics are what I would look at. Um, Bluetooth is probably a little bit too flaky. Memory mics tend to work through the phone and a little wireless connection that they've built together, a little bit like drone technology. Um, so it's a bit more stable. Um, but definitely have a look at those. Uh, Alan um, is also um, pointing out the proof is in the pudding, which is why he has 500 plus tutorials teaching YouTube on his YouTube page. That is his proof of the pudding. And exactly. Um, you, you cannot say you're an expert and not show people um, what you need to be doing. Um, oh, and the person just says this is Scott's business partner. Cheers for the advice. Not a problem at any time. Um, if, right, one more question. I think we've got one more question um, to go through. Let's have a look. Blimey, I've not been this this busy on the comments for a while. Um, Dev is asking the question, um, oh, this is more of a business question, but I'll answer it anyway. Uh, how important have you found networking events in success? Number one, I would definitely say I'm not successful. And uh, number two, um, I would say networking events are a great way of meeting people locally. If you're working on your own, it's a great way of releasing a little bit of boredom. But if you're not selling at those events, then as um, my friend um, and colleague George Swift would say, it is just a hobby going to those events. If you're not able to sell at them, then it is just a hobby. What you need to do is to be able to sell at networking events. Um, and the amount of networking events I've been to in the past where people just don't have the money. So it depends on what you're trying to sell. Um, and... 
yeah, you've got to find the right events for you. I found completely the wrong networking events for me. I eventually found some of the better networking events for me. Um, but obviously, then since COVID, I've not really done any networking other than a little bit of online stuff. Um, but Daddy Daycare has kind of seen all of that stop. But yeah, um, it's worth doing, 100%. And you meet a lot of local businesses, and it just really depends on what you do. So Dev... Do some networking and um, probably steer clear of the ones that want an instant membership. Just go to all the free events that you can and see what you can garner from that. See what you enjoy. See which groups you enjoy the most. See which ones are probably going to have a better return for you. See where your audience is hanging out and then go and talk to them and maybe join that particular networking event. But like any form of marketing, it is a case of knowing who you're talking to, who's your avatar, who's your ideal customer, and then finding out where they are hanging out. 100%. Um, right, let's have a quick look on here. Um, Road Smart Lav um, is a good lav mic, um, according to Ed. Um, yeah, like I said, there are other ones out there. Uh, you plug it into your phone, another recorder is a bit expensive, around 50 quid, but so good. Yeah, the um, like I say, the, the Sennheiser one is probably slightly more expensive than this, the Road one, um, but it is the dog's bollocks um which again is why i've got it linked below um so yeah there are many out there alan um but that there's there's a a couple i've not used the road one but i've used the sennheiser one which is why i can talk um with authority on that one um but if ed's saying the uh, the road one is good as well i would i'll believe ed i will i will take ed's word for it um right anyway right we are gonna um foxtrot oscar that's 23 and a half minutes of your day wasted so uh, uh hopefully you got some value out of this um live broadcast today uh, if you did it would be amazing if you could give it a thumbs up on whatever platform you're watching on right now be it youtube periscope twitter facebook instagram uh, wherever you're watching it please give a thumbs up if you're watching live share it right now so people can watch the replay if you're watching the replay share it with your audience if you think they're going to get some value from it please share it with them we're great to keep growing the community keep getting more questions coming in that would be awesome um and yeah until wednesday when it will be an evening broadcast because i'm filming all day on wednesday um thanks ever so much for watching as always you've already hit the subscribe button so i won't mention that again um but stay safe have a good rest of your monday have a great Tuesday tomorrow as well and I will see you on Wednesday around about uh, 7.30ish I'm not entirely sure, it depends when Susanna gets home she's got a long shift on Wednesdays um, anyway, I will see you then, take care and have a good one, bye This was a Perception Studios production